0: Hello, I'm Bonnie Langford, and you are listening to the Fork and Spoon podcast.
1: Hello, are we starting? What are you trying to, what are you getting? I'm
0: getting some snacks.
1: Yeah, I know, but... You
0: know me, during Geek Chic, I just like to sit and... What have you got? Milk chocolate raisins, babe.
1: Oh, my word.
0: Oh, my word. They're the best. Well, I was looking. we
1: well, have just had a chicken tikka wrap. Chicken
0: tikka. That's all that's it smells right. of
1: in here. It. It's like... It's very... I
0: was looking at these, and they had... You know how they usually have yoghurt cranberries or, like, yoghurt raisins? Yeah. They had yoghurt peanuts. And I was like, that's, that's a bit too obscure for me. Yeah. So then I saw these at the back. I thought, yeah, I'll just go for that, shall I? So it's
1: just like salty yoghurt, really. I really like that. Yeah, I know. That's rank, isn't it? Yeah. Hello! Hello! And welcome to the Fork and Spoon Podcast. Podcast. Episode? Five! Episode five? Episode five. Do you know what we are now? We're a pentology. God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> a penterology. A... I learnt that this morning. Well done. Thank you.
0: It's okay.
1: Welcome teaspoons to the n- amazing the focus amazing. podcast. We're back. We've got so much in store for you today. We do. We've got a good one. We've got a good one. <laughs> We've got a good one. We have. It's going to be so much fun. I don't think any of you are going to have had much fun ever. I I'm can't, really upset, I cannot. Though talk
0: today but i'm I'm actually gonna have to leave now why because we're gonna have to bid adieu
1: to a section oh yes okay guys so i'm just gonna tell you now we are bidding i hope you're sitting
0: down guys
1: we are bidding adieu to a section of the podcast so rest in peace shine a hat did you
0: I didn't I didn't mean we can't say that we're saying
1: goodbye and there's a very very good reason why because we are just too overloaded with things that um we need to talk about
0: we are content crazy
1: absolutely we are content crazy and even though every week I was saying that Shat in a Hat was very very popular it wasn't that popular Because a lot of our overseas listeners Don't know what a shat is They
0: thought they were contacting a toilet (laughs) helpline I know
1: So chatting out is gone But we have have replaced it With a really really important uh, section Which we will talk about later on what have we got lined up for today, well, Estelle? We've got a couple of reviews. Yeah, what yeah. are we going to be reviewing? Shazam!
0: Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Sorry, that was. Shouting
1: that out in a It's my magic e- power. space. I can space. now tell you
0: whatever song he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what else are we
1: going to be reviewing?
0: The, your favourite, The Twilight no, Zone. Yeah,
1: episode three.
0: Episode three. I'm going to
1: be reviewing that for you.
0: The Walking Dead.
1: Yes. Scary. Have you seen it?
0: Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Fleabag. And Fleabag, which you have seen. I love
1: it all. Estelle's going to be talking to you about Fleabag. Um, a couple
0: of more things we're going to be reviewing. Estelle Tell, she's going to come back and she's going to tell all.
1: Tell all. Tell all. Um, we're going to be reviewing the musical Everybody's, Everybody's talking, talking about, about Jamie. You asked what we're doing today. You voted. We are vote, going to be talking about Jamie. Jamie. Um, we're going to be reviewing. Don't the...
0: reveal everything, Key. Oh, okay. Stop listening.
1: All right. Just know
0: let... a lot more is coming.
1: Just to let you know. That and. You're... Geek Shake. <laughs> Geek
0: Shake. <Sheik, obviously. laughs> and the challenge. <gasps> is back.
1: Yes, you did vote. And you voted for this week's challenge to be taken by. Oh. Estelle. Oh my
0: god surprise.
1: (laughs) Now I've decided to be a bit mean this week.
0: Oh no. Yeah
1: so this week. We were
0: nice to each other for the first two.
1: Yeah and I'm a little bit scared about being so mean because I've just realised there's a possibility I could be doing it next week
0: and therefore you
1: could get your rewengi against me. So yeah that's what we've got coming up on the Fork and Spoon Spoon Podcast. podcast. Bonjour, mesdames and messieurs, and vous les enfants. Beautiful. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, letters.
0: Let's go. Sorry, yeah. I have a mouth full of We got and
1: quite a few letters this week. Did we? I had to sift through them.
0: Had to use your deductive skills.
1: Absolutely, because I want them. Obviously, we get a lot of letters saying great guys yeah love geek chic very one line oh, okay, reviews and we right. love those, we <laughs> love those one line <laughs> reviews still tells is alright <laughs> you can cut that a bit if you want <laughs> yeah um yeah but I like to go for the more content filled meaty letters of course okay so us let me just get these a four pieces of paper out
0: <laughs> <laughs> binder one
1: absolutely right ready yeah hello fork and spoon podcast hello, hello um awesome. i'm a huge fan of british humor
0: same oh. me too
1: um i've always watched british shows on bbc america like faulty towers and birds of a feather nice very nice selection. I, like, I don't know why that made me giggle <laughs> your podcast makes me and my husband laugh as we drive to work Aww. every day Estelle tell, um, tells is my husband's favourite. <gasps> yes, same and I enjoy. Represent. Yes, and I enjoy your humorous conversations. Please keep making us laugh. Aww. Any more interviews coming up? Question mark. Oh well. We? Oh well. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, we future? also like that you are raising awareness for crime on the streets. Oh, Thank thanks. you. Thanks. Um, Have a good day, and that's from Joanne and Keith. Keith, (laughs) it's me. it yourself. (laughs) to get a (laughs) hobby. No, and therefore from Vermont in California.
0: California
1: (laughs) dreaming. Yeah, (laughs)
0: no. All right. Um, Wow, that's so lovely.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Joanne and Keith. Keith, (laughs) we love a Keith. We love a Keith. We stand a Keith. I love a Keith. Um, Hello, geek and towels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nice nice that, took me a minute a, took me a minute that's a really good one geek and tells oh okay i met keith last year on his short trip to dubai dubai and when he advertised the podcast on facebook instagram and twitter it was just facebook here but yeah i had to give it a go it's great to hear you guys talk so passionately about your chosen subjects and ban- the banter between you is great. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to hear Keith's review of Endgame. Ooh. Okay. Estelle, you need to watch more Marvel movies. Don't
0: tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I you're right, I do. I
1: haven't seen much theatre, as we don't get many shows here, but I like musical movies. Oh, yeah. Any chance that you could review some of them? definitely good, good luck from reuben in dubai
0: reuben in dubai yeah
1: um that's a really good idea actually that's a really good idea because we're running accessibility, out
0: accessibility you know
1: of shows that we are both definitely. seen
0: and many spring to mind immediately
1: yeah so maybe in the future we'll do some movie musical oh, so many exactly and it's
0: the, currently the anniversary of the wizard of oz so
1: oh, that's what to think about i don't know if i could sit through the wizard of oz what i'm not a fan
0: okay That was one of the first shows I ever did, so I love
1: it. No, I'm talking about the film. Yeah, I know. It's just very bright.
0: That's the whole point, Perfect. Introduction of Technicolor.
1: Oh, thank you so much for your letters. We do really appreciate it. You can contact us on email. Try that again. (laughs) (laughs) You can contact us (laughs) via email at... Fork and spoon podcast at yahoo.com. Yahoo. <laughs> uh, or you can message us, slip into our DMs.
0: Slip
1: into my DMs on all the time. Instagram, Facebook or Twitter. We look forward to hearing Yip-yip. from you. You'll never guess what.
0: What?
1: I did about 40% of the journey here today. With my flies undone. <laughs> Keith, you nobody, need to stop. Nobody. People are going to start talking about you, Keith. Nobody said anything. No, I was in such a rush to you get, get here. Get a reputation for yourself. Literally, I was like, on the tube. That's not like, what down, you want, is it? It's breezy.
0: Breezy. I haven't even got any trousers on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> looked down and went, zip,
0: zip that up. Oh, that's such a problem for a boy. I feel like the equivalent of that for a girl is like I don't know really if her like bra straps falling down or something
1: yeah but it's more you know it's a little bit more embarrassing yeah for a boy. I'd say so if even did, if you
0: can't see anything seeing someone with their flies down you're like
1: <gasps> I know it's like seeing indecent like, the worst thing like someone you know with you know I don't know <laughs> I can tell you don't know I'm just so it's embarrassed. Just like, by I don't know. I don't know. It's just so embarrassing. I'm just like literally, I'm red just thinking about it. I'm all flustered. Oh bless you. Hello. Boom 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 boom. It's time for reviews. Review.
0: Riv me. Riv we. <laughs> Review. What was that? I don't
1: know. <laughs> that was interesting. Interesting. So, um, so
0: are these things we're reviewing? Absolutely. So. so
1: I'm gonna get the big movie of the week out of the way first. Okay, and okay. then we'll do the little um snippets of TV Snips. Um episodes. Nice. So um reviews today is gonna to be for Shazam! Oh my (laughs) god! Literally shouting that out in such a small space. Shazam! (laughs) So um, Shazam is based on a DC comic, not Marvel. No. Okay. So it exists in the world of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, that sort of universe. Universe. Okay, and um, yeah. So the basic storyline is that this wizard. Is trying to hold back these ancient creatures called the Seven Deadly Sins. Nice. Okay, but he's getting old and his powers are depleting. Mm. So he needs to find a new wizard slash superhero slash saviour yeah. to come and protect the Earth from the Seven Deadly Sins.
0: Nice, I like that.
1: Um Alternatively, we have Mark Strong's character, who was actually, when he was young, selected to be the new superhero wizard. Mm. But... ...was seen to have darkness in his heart, so was rejected. Oh, that's So many, many years later, he's obviously a little bit annoyed by that. Yeah, and as he would be. then he basically joins up with the Seven Deadly Sins. Oh. So he becomes the villain. Um. Yeah, Zachary Levy, who plays Shazam. Shazam! So, <laughs> every time. You're taking a year off my life every time <laughs> you do that. So, um, a young boy, um, played by one of the best names ever, Asher Angel.
0: Oh, lovely.
1: Um, he plays a character who then is chosen by the wizard to become a superhero. And he has to hold on to, and it's a really funny joke, he says, grab my staff. And the boy's like, ew, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was really good. That's funny. And then when he grabs the staff that the wizard holds and says... Shazam! Ah! <laughs> Basically, he becomes the new protector and has superhero powers but remember um at that time he's only like a 13 year old boy but when he becomes shazam (laughs) (laughs) when he becomes shazam he then ages like 30 years or something and becomes a grown-up so when he goes back into the real world as shazam he like obviously he's um everyone around him is a little bit Shocked that he's now older, and some of the funny moments of the films are when he's like trying to test out his superpowers. So there's a bit when he's saying that he can fly and he's, like, jumping and nothing's happening and then he will, like, fly a little bit and then end up, like, crashing to some dumpsters. Yeah, I've seen It's this. really funny. So, um, yeah, a lot of the humour comes out of... And that's probably the best bit of the movie, actually, is when he's trying to discover what superpowers he has. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it is good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was entertained from beginning to end. It is too long. Is it? The end is... Like literally, you can see that it's almost like at the end of the film, the director went, "Oh my goodness, we've still got about half the budget left."
0: Yeah, let's oh, really? throw the
1: whole budget at it because okay. it's like boom, boom. The the ending takes place in a theme park.
0: Is it? Um, it's not cartoon, is it?
1: No, it's live no. action. Yeah. Um, there's a really neat twist at the end that okay. involves, um. The young boy's foster family. Yeah. Like the kids from the foster home. There's a really nice twist. And if you've seen the film, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But I really enjoyed that nice twist. Good though. And they have set it up for a sequel. I'd love to see a sequel. Mm. So, Shazam. Shazam! I, uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to give Shazam seven and a half teaspoons out of ten.
0: Very decent.
1: Very decent. I enjoyed three it. Quarters. It's not a classic, but then it it's not, you know, it's not... Batman versus Superman which mm. was an absolute mess. Oh, really. One of the most boring, pointless superhero movies ever. Well, it, oh. it killed the franchise. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um Shazam. Uh. Ah. Um next up we're going to go to the small screen. Ooh. And we're going to talk about the latest episode of Twilight Zone, which <laughs> I was lucky enough to see this morning. Uh, A really good episode. So, this woman and her, is taking her son to college for the first time, and they're mm. in a diner. Now, I think it's important. Think I mean, that. it is important to point out that they are a black family. Okay. Because that does play a big role in the, in the episode. And she's got this old camcorder that she has used with, like, filming, like, her son's first steps and her yeah. son's, you know, like, important moments of his life. So she gets the camcorder out and starts recording him saying, you know, like, I'm recording all of your big life moments on this old 80s camcorder.
0: Yeah. So
1: she was recording it. And while they're recording, there's a police officer who comes in and, and then just, you know, sits and eats at the, the, you know, has a sandwich and eats at the bar. Yeah. Um, And then she, something happens to the boy. I think he squirts ketchup over himself. That's it. And then... She goes, oh, don't worry, I'll delete that. I'll yeah. re- record over that. And she presses the rewind button and time rewinds. Oh,
0: that's do you, if I could have a superpower, it would be that. Yeah, yeah.
1: So time rewinds. So she's a bit like, ooh, miffed by it to yeah. begin with. But then they get on the road and they start going to the college. And then at some one point they get pulled over by the police officer. Right. Okay. And then something really terrible happens. Oh. And then she rewinds the camera again, and then goes back, and is managing to change all these things. But the thing is, all she wants to do is get her son to college. Yeah. But every time she goes back and tries again, the police officers there, in some sort, in some way,
0: oh, and okay. it's stopping
1: her from like sort of progressing to yeah. get her son to college. There's so many metaphors in it about you know, I mean, there's a there's at one point where they go to the uncle's house and he's got a big sign on the wall like black lives matter yeah and it is about police brutality especially towards black people
0: okay
1: and it is about you know a young black man who's going to college yeah who's every step of the way is being stopped by like these authority figures, like the police officer. Yeah. Um. It's great. It's a really, really good episode. And I would say probably the best of the three so far. And I'm going to mm. give it eight and a half teaspoons out of ten.
0: Wow. Don't, do you know what, though? I always think if I could have... You're going to laugh at this. Okay. If I could have a superhero, it would be to have something that I could use that's like a Sky Plus remote. Oh, so right. like, So, yeah. like, when you pause it... Okay, so when you pause... I'd say if you pause for five minutes, you can then skip forward five minutes, okay? And then you can rewind, you can fast forward, you can pause, you can stop. And I was thinking, literally, in every element of my life, it would be so helpful. So, for like, in an exam, you could pause for ages... Okay, look at all the questions, go and get the textbook, bring it in, (laughs) answer all the questions, and then you could do everything. So you've done this within the first five minutes of the exam, you're done. Then fast forward till the end of the exam. Yeah. Or like, if you've got a long haul flight, you could like pause it, like have a nap. Okay. Yeah. Wake up. Like this is just when you're going to sleep the night before. Pause it, wake up, get on the plane, fast forward, you're there. I mean It's the best thing ever I mean you could take You could think You could do criminal action Like You, <laughs> you could, you I could mean, steal And you could Like if you could like Get arrested You could escape and stuff Yeah But But you'd only use it for good Obviously Wouldn't it be so convenient
1: I think it would have been, there's, give be me, really There's good. no
0: situation It wouldn't be helpful Sports day You'd win
1: Straight to the front,
0: because you could pause time.
1: What, you'd go up to all the other kids, hit the eggs off their spoons, run back, and then just run the eggs. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think I came up with these, well, not came up, but I think this was inspired within me. Do you remember the programme? Grandpa. Yeah, Grandpa's Watch. Yes, that's it. That's it. Grandpa's, like, pocket watch. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it was, and that's how it worked, and And ever since I've thought about it, and he had, there was a Sports Day episode, and I thought, there we
1: go. And now there's an episode of Twilight Zone, which plays right into your field of interest.
0: Exactly. So I'm going to have to give
1: that a watch. You will. Um, Estelle's going to zone out for a moment, because I'm okay. going to talk about The Walking Dead very quickly. Ah. Uh, so The Walking Dead has oh, just sorry. finished its ninth season. Rick Grimes is no more. He left at the end of the first half of the ninth season. And the I've just finished watching Series Nine, and it terrified me. Really, why? Well, there's this new villain that's come on called the Whisperers. Right. And what they do, you know, like The Walking Dead's about like walkers, like zombies.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: Well, what these people do is that they take the skins off the zombies and they wear them so they can walk amongst them. I
0: don't want to
1: know. And Samantha Morton.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of
1: well, I know her primarily from. Being in um, Minority Report with Tom Cruise, nice. Plays the leader, alpha of the whisperers. Yeah, and she is incredible. Oh, she no shaved way. her head for the role.
0: Yes, you said, wow.
1: I know. So yeah, if you like a little bit of scares, yeah, and zombies. Um god. definitely if you haven't already give series nine of The Walking Dead a watch. I mean I I'm loving love it. Oh my
0: god. Sounds terrible. Sure
1: worst nightmare. It
0: absolutely is.
1: But then you can take over now because we're going to talk about your favourite and my favourite as well, actually. But Fleabag! Fleabag! Okay, let's, so let's give us you can give a spoiler review of season two. Go. God,
0: so much happened in season two. The end broke me. Yeah. I so agree. um I remember I wanted to talk to you about it, but you hadn't seen it yet, and you were like, Did they get together? And I said, I'm not telling you, Keith. Yes, um, the
1: we're talk- this is the priest and Fleabag. Yeah,
0: Andrew Scott and her.
1: Yeah, um, and who is my Phoebe Wallabridge.
0: Fave- I love Andrew Scott so much. I just love the character of the sister and I love um the way that their relationship has developed, but you've also seen despite through so much the tie that they have to one another is actually so strong.
1: Absolutely, um, Sean Clifford, who plays so her, is amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, and um, her horrible husband Mark—is that his name? Yeah. Um, thank God he gets his comeuppance and he gets yeah. told to do one. Bye bye. Um, and then the Olivia Colman. Olivia Colman. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. Yeah. The dad's a bit. He's good. For... He has a couple of like little emotional monologues. Yeah. But unfortunately, he as a character he just doesn't really get
1: his I think that the character is pitched perfectly for <coughs> <coughs> oh excuse me <laughs> someone who Getting emotional. is just so easily led.
0: Yeah, he definitely And he's lost is. his
1: wife. He's obviously devastated. Yeah. He's manipulated massively by Olivia Coleman's yeah. character. Trying
0: to find start this kind of new life. Yeah,
1: he's this a puppet. He doesn't have a choice. He is. Yeah. I mean, there's one point in the wedding episode oh, that's so where fair. Olivia Coleman's character forgets the name of the man she's marrying. Oh my
0: god! Of course. She's, she's going. Like, I, 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 I always call, call you, you darling.
1: darling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was she's great. so crude. Yeah, yeah. She's wonderful.
1: And you know, it's. I, uh,
0: I love Olivia Coleman, but I hate her. In this, like, I hate her character. Yeah,
1: I just think her character's massively like insecure.
0: Oh, yeah, very. And like, the whole thing about. She's an
1: artist and she's just not recognised.
0: Well, I mean, are you surprised? Yeah, yeah. The sculpt, the stuff about the sculpture is very, very funny. Yeah.
1: So, what would you give season two of Fleabag out of ten?
0: Um, I would give it an eight.
1: Ooh.
0: Give series one a nine.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I must admit, I did prefer season one. Just because I I feel
0: like it's the introduction to the characters and the little, like, flashbacks of her friend, they were more kind of unsettling because they felt more sporadic, like, all of the darker moments. Whereas this, I feel like, had more of a sombre tone throughout. Yeah, sure. You know, like, when she's in the confession booth and stuff.
1: But what a perfect setup for her character to have... Like, she's basically, like, a sex addict in the first season. Yeah. But then to have her... Fall in love with a man who's a priest it's who can't clever. have sex. Um, I, I mean, it's such a clever idea. It is really, really yeah. good. Yeah, I'm gonna give um season two 19 spoons out of 10. Wow. Because I just think the writing and the comedy and the balance of comedy and tragedy is perfect. Yeah, I agree. There you go. That's all our reviews for there this we week, go. guys. <laughs>
0: Let me
1: crack these open before they
0: melt. You know what chocolate's like in here? I got Snickers. Snickers. You're going to have to want to save
1: that Snickers I got duo Snickers before you duo. open it.
0: I know, right? Oh, my God. That's going to be a, sn- a Snickers melter. <laughs> it's mush. My Snickers...
1: Is it? Well, feel it. It's not that oh, bad, no. but it's a little bit mushy. It's not duo,
0: really.
1: Oh, well. You're going to combine. I'll just eat it with a straw. Yo, yo, yo. In new, the section. House. new section new, new na, section na, new section new section what's it called um it's called <coughs> the show must go on. on this is the show must go on so um this is not going to be a weekly section it's, it's going to be, be sporadic a treat. it's going to okay. be a treat that's the one i like that yeah. it's a treat so you're
0: a treat Keith.
1: we're going to be talking to our actor friends mm-hmm. and celebrities about Things that don't go to plan on the stage. On
0: stage mishaps.
1: Yes, because they are funny. Yeah. And they are sometimes probably the best stories you'll ever hear.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Because as if you're an actor, as we all know, the show must go on. Obviously. So no matter what happens or what is thrown at you, you have to continue. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, I've got too many to mention. Me too. Give me a show must go on.
0: So... I'll set the scene. Okay. I am... You won't know where this is, but I'm in Hextable. Okay, it's, <laughs> okay. A, it's a place. It's a big theatre in Kent. Is it quite
1: near Dunstable?
0: No. Oh, okay. um, And I'm doing a performance of Rocky Horror. Was that what it is?
1: I don't know, I wasn't there.
0: Yeah, that is what it was. <laughs> and, okay, so, within this, there was a coffin... There's okay. a coffin, there's like three of them, set up around there, massive, about ten foot. And then they use. there's quite high budget, you know, the little effects that we had. They'd come together and then be another giant one, then the sweet transvestite would come out of it. Yeah. Okay. So, we had the big coffin, and then at the start of the show, it's three little ones. In this show, there's lots of kids. I'm one of them. I'm a bit older. I had, like, quite a big part. And I, this is our opening night. Okay, we've done our tech and stuff, but very kind of quick, you know, as it goes. We've done dress runs and stuff. Uh, Opening night, we're doing our show. It's going really well. Sweet transvestite gets into the back of one of the coffins, gets into the wrong one, gets into (laughs) an unstable one that hasn't got a back. Oh, no. Okay, one of the children is standing quite near to this coffin a ten foot wooden thick coffin it falls oh. and flattens this poor girl oh no she broke her arm <gasps> but hilarious the <a> sweet transvestite <laughs> thought I will use this as my entrance so the child was still there flattened because compl- she was quite small you could barely see she was under there yeah, yeah. if I had laid under there the coffin would be about three foot <laughs> in the air but it was only a little girl <laughs> Uh, so she just carried on until the interval. She oh, just stayed no. there. I think she was unconscious. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> it's funny though.
1: Very funny.
0: Do you oh have my one? goodness.
1: Oh my god. I've got so many. So I'll give a very short one. Um, I was helping out. This one wasn't when I was acting. This was when I was backstage helping. Um, On a show called Disco Inferno. Burn, baby, burn. And they had these, I'm not even kidding, huge, huge lava lamps.
0: Oh, my God. On
1: the stage to, like, give the effect of, you know, like, psychedelic disco times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And during one of the dance routines, one of the dancers kicked...
0: They're dangerous.
1: ...the lava lamp over. And, of course, inside, what are they? Water and oil... Yeah. ...went all (sighs) over the stage. Did it smash? It did. The cleanup on it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Obviously because you can't dance on a slippery stage and there was oil and water everywhere. That's everywhere. Oil. That was quite hideous.
0: That's hilarious.
1: But here is my one, okay. Okay. I'm gonna tell you something now that you I don't think you know actually. Okay. I know that our so list, I know that teaspoons definitely <laughs> don't know. But you are looking at a holder of a Guinness World Record. What? Yes. For what? So oh. um I'm not supposed to be the holder of this Guinness World Record. Okay. I w- I became the holder of it by mistake.
0: Right. How's Are you that? ready How- for this? Yeah.
1: So, um, the youth theatre performers, Prince's Youth Theatre Performers, decided to do the world record for the shortest time to put on a musical. Okay. Now, it was being held at the time by a school in Scotland, and I Scotland. believe it was like 23 hours or something like that. Anyway. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. So, we decided to break it. So... We Basically, what happens is, at nine o'clock at night, the um, Guinness World Record people come in and they have a box, and in the box are the scripts of the show that you're being chosen to do. Okay. You don't know before, because obviously you could prep, but you're not allowed to do that. So, at nine o'clock, we have the ceremony, they open the box up, and it's Our House, the musical. Lovely. So, we're like, great. So, the director, Melissa, she grabs the script, she runs off, she starts, like, noting. Yeah. You have to do auditions. <gasps> you have to do rehearsals. Yeah. It has to be books down. You have to publicise the show. You have to have an audience. You have to have a set. Gosh. So, it was a huge undertaking. Yeah. So, we rehearsed all the way through the night. We had a little break. My role there... Was basically just to help people with learning their lines. Oh, nice. And making sure that they felt comfortable with what they were doing. Yeah. So, it got to three hours before the show. Yeah. And one of the actors who plays the dad in our house. Yeah. Comes up and says, I can't do it. I'm too tired, I'm not feeling well, I didn't sleep well the night before, the lines are not going, I don't know the song, I, I, I can't do it. And obviously, the, the director, Melissa, is like, well, you know, give it a go, yeah. try, try. He goes on stage, completely blanks. Oh my now, God. this is putting the world record at risk, you Yeah, of course it is. And he took the very brave, and I really respect him for doing it, actually, he took the decision to step down. Yeah. But then there's a part missing, isn't there? Of course. And then Melissa just turns to me and says, don't worry. Keith will do it. (laughs) So there I am. You know, and the part is quite important and quite big. Yeah. It's got at least three songs in it. And did you do it? I've got three hours. So the first thing I had to do was go home and get something that even resembled a costume for this character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came back. I got locked in a room with a guy called Paul who basically was going through the lines with me trying trying to, like, you know, at least get some of the lines to stick. Yeah. And then... I went on and did it and then I sung the very first song made up every single line
0: oh my god didn't remember
1: any of it so I just completely made it up we wrote a whole new musical that day wow and then I was going off stage learning the next scene and coming on and doing it and then going off and there was one point that I didn't know one of the scenes had been cut so I went off quickly was looking through the script oh okay walked on in the middle of this random scene (laughs) and just stood there in my hands in my pockets and went I don't think this is right. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> anyway, okay. um, about, I think it was a week later, we found out we beat the world record. Oh. 22 hours, I believe it's probably wrong, but I think it was 22 wow. hours. Who... And we remain unbeaten.
0: That is... I'm going to beat you. I'm going to do <laughs> That sounds an amazing process, though. It was
1: an amazing process. That's so fun. Yeah, the only other one I've really got is at Panto when um, it was Pinocchio, and we were on stage... And Geppetto was meant to come on to deliver a line,
0: Gepetto.
1: and he didn't come on, and everyone was just like ablibbing. Yeah, like we had to hear him had back that
0: many times. And then it was they awful. went, and they
1: went downstairs, and Geppetto was having a nap.
0: <laughs> oh, I've called oh, someone to not go on before because I was having a laugh and distracting them, and it was a scene where someone mentioned like um, a vaccination, and then the woman comes on and goes. A vaccination? You can't talk about that because she explains a serious plot point. So literally, there was nowhere that they could go when she didn't go on yeah, in that scene.
1: Just repeat it. A vaccination. Literally, it was awful. Not fun. It's the worst thing. But with with the panto, Geppetto falling asleep, they poked him. He went, oh. Where are we? Yeah, oh, did the scene amazing. <laughs> yeah,
0: amazing. so
1: that's our the show must go ons. Ons. Um, if you have any stories of your time on the stage, where things haven't gone entirely according to, to plan, plan, then please let us know.
0: You, too. you would have laughed at me today, right? So I was doing this exercise, and we had to. Um, Based on a song, we had to encompass a persona, right? And sorry, it's beating up the side. Um, and mine was like a really funny, um, like old, stop laughing, really funny, old ish, like woman who was like really upper class. And she was, no, she wasn't old actually, she was like a champagne lady. And they were like, Oh, what would, how do you spend your night? So I was like, oh, I just have, a, like, three bottles of Verve Cleco and watch as much Ab Fab as I can fit in before I go out on the town. Um, and they were like, okay. And if you won a million pounds, what would you do? I said, well, I'd um, start a Yoko owner, owner inspired fashion line for homeless dogs and um, make them anorex. <laughs> and they were like, really, why is that? I was like, well people who can afford to buy my clothes that have houses their dogs don't need anoraks but homeless dogs do need anoraks and raincoats yeah of course and i thought that's really funny (laughs) i think that's sealed the deal you know
1: hang on a minute i've got one question though one really important question a woman who drinks three bottles of verve clico and watches ab fab i thought you were supposed to be playing a different character Boom, 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 boom. Jamie. Jamie. I'm so ready. Okay. So, uh, you voted. This week we are reviewing the musical Everybody's Everybody's Talking talking About about Jamie. Jamie. (laughs) Take (laughs) it away, Estelle.
0: I have seen this show about three times. Okay. I've only seen the original cast. Mm -hmm. John McCree. um, Josie, who played the mum with the short uh, grey hair. Yes. I have also seen her understudy, who now is the main mum, I believe. Um...
1: Nominated for a um, Olivier Award. I don't yes, know if she was. Yes,
0: yes. Um, I love this show so much. I love everything that it stands for. I think the songs are amazing. I also like that it isn't the most polished and spectacle show.
1: Yeah, it's
0: just really lovely and heartwarming and actually very applicable to lots of situations and people's lives and it really spreads the message well and I think it is brilliant.
1: So, um the story is based on a documentary that yes. was on British television about a young boy who was sixteen called Jamie who wanted to become a drag queen.
0: Yeah, who's called Fifi, his alter ego.
1: Yeah, and it's about, like, the is about his process, and he became very, very successful.
0: Yeah, and about his relationship with his mum in terms of coming out and entering into this industry of work and her acceptance with that.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I saw it again. Here we go. I saw it quite early yeah, in the run.
0: Yeah,
1: Um I... Go. Adored it. I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought that the central performances were fantastic. Yeah. I think it doesn't matter how old you are. No. You could go and watch that show and take something from
0: Absolutely. it. Absolutely.
1: There's there's only one like part of the show that I didn't quite gel with, and that was, was that? the teacher character.
0: Work of art. Yeah,
1: yeah. So it was. I
0: really liked her. I
1: didn't. I I just thought that the teacher character would have been the character that would have been supportive of Jamie's. Uh, Life choices, yeah, well, it, but then it's she set wasn't. set in a different
0: time, isn't it?
1: Well, what is it set in? Like the early two thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in... That character, for some reason, just didn't gel with me. But maybe it was the performance rather than the character itself.
0: Yeah, maybe. Oh no, I loved her, Miss Hedge. Miss Hedge. Kids keep bragging them like A Street, dragging like Hey, mm. oh, who? What, what you gonna, gonna do? do? Yeah. I
1: love it. Um. Yeah, I think it was. It's a great musical. It is. Um. It's just. Um, you laugh. You cry. Had another cast come in.
0: It has. I've really liked to see it with the new cast. Actually. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah everybody's talking about Jamie me. I'm going to give everybody's talking about Jamie uh, 8 teaspoons out of 10
0: I'm going to give it 9
1: <gasps> wow it was my
0: favourite musical for a while
1: yeah I think the music's great
0: it's really amazing
1: you can go and see it now guys you can go and see go it go and have a look at the
0: Apollo Theatre on the s- no it's not the Strand Shaftesbury Avenue
1: Shaftesbury Avenue
0: in the West End yes <laughs>
1: Keith. Yes.
0: You've upset me.
1: What have I done now?
0: You haven't complimented my new long sleeve mesh
1: top. Oh my god! I've
0: got a different one on today just for the occasion. I didn't really notice. This one's got dots last week had stars. Are you thick? I thought you had a tattoo. Oh shut <laughs> up. <laughs>
1: Boom, shakalaka, shakalaka, shakalaka. I'm going I'm I going needed. 90s today. Um it's time for us to tell. It is. Are you ready? She's telling.
0: She's telling. She's telling a couple of different sorts of things this week. Interesting. I have got two conspiracy theories for you. Okay.
1: okay. I'm so excited.
0: But I've also got a section
1: It's a whole
0: section. <laughs> That's going to be called Overheard in Waitrose. <laughs>
1: okay. What would you like me to start with? I mean, I think we should start with conspiracy theories because okay. overheard in Waitrose sounds like something I'm really looking forward to. It
0: is going to be great. Okay. okay. These on. are a bit more serious, these conspiracy theories, okay? And I'm always having a giggle.
1: Yeah. but I mean, no Finland.
0: No Finland. No JK. <laughs> yeah. Next one... <laughs> The conspiracy theory, can't speak, (laughs) that Stephen Hawking was a computer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean,
1: no, I don't think that's true.
0: So it's the idea that Stephen Hawking's computer was actually the first ascendant machine taking control of his body and therefore becoming Stephen Hawking's. What we all thought was Stephen was really just this hyper, super intelligent computer doing all the functioning for him. Wow. Because okay. if you think about it, so like things like uh, pacemakers and the things that like control your heartbeat and your brain function if you're unconscious or in a coma or need help with, you know, things like that. Yeah. That is artificial intelligence enabling us to live and doing our bodily functions. Yeah. So someone like Stephen Hawkins, whose body is shutting down, is reliant upon the computer. Where's the line between his uh, ability to live and his functions being decided by him and then by the computer? How fascinating. Isn't
1: it? Yeah, that's really interesting. So do you, are you, are you saying that the compute a lot of his intelligence comes from the computer. As not well, his then.
0: original intelligence. Yeah, of course, because he's a very what... smart
1: and amazing yeah, man. Yeah, a lot,
0: maybe a lot of what is now his. <laughs> Eve, why have you stopped me? Why? What? Well, stopped I stopped
1: me? the podcast for a moment there for one reason. I don't think you realise that Stephen Hawking is dead.
0: <laughs> no, he's not.
1: He is. He died last year, Estelle.
0: No, he didn't. You're he made, did. You're making it up. I'm not. Look. You're faking illnesses again. Look, there you go. Oh, my God. Died on the 14th of March last year. Yeah. Why do I not remember this
1: event? It was quite big. They had a special on the BBC.
0: Is that why the film came out?
1: No, the film came out before he died.
0: Oh, I need another big event to know. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. What okay. was I doing March last year? So,
1: from now on, before we do a stealth house, so I'll go Can through we just, the um, obituary. Yeah, please. we are going to talk about? Do you know what? That's
0: really taken me by surprise. I, I would have put money on very the fact, sad. Very sad. I'm sorry for talking ill about the dead.
1: He's not. You're not talking about ill about the dead.
0: Well, I'm saying he's a computer, Keith. I'm not giving him a great reputation.
1: Well, <laughs> anyway, moving, moving swiftly on. on. <laughs>
0: The next <gasps> second and final conspiracy theory for today, right, Keith? I'm this is very applicable to you. I'm Literally on the you. verge of
1: bursting out laughing and having a laughing fit. I don't know if okay. I could, I don't know if I can hold it in. For so, Keith.
0: <laughs> Has recently got Snapchat. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. I told you not to tell that story. He okay. doesn't oh, really
0: understand it, but, but we're I getting there. I had a
1: whole like lesson with Estelle the other day yeah, it of didn't how to really work. work it. not really work. No. It, it, I don't get the it. The
0: information's not been retained. I, However. <laughs> so you know on Snapchat, I don't even know if you know this yet. Oh, you can on. do the filters. Oh, I on know
1: that. On your face, so yeah. like the little doggy. Well, you can do them and do other things as well. Yeah, you, all like, right.
0: This well, Snapchat came up with it first. Okay. So, when doing that, it has to scan your face, okay, to find the, the, like, facial features to put the little ears on and stuff. Yeah, sure. Well, there's a theory that when Snapchat does that, it doesn't just scan your face to put a filter on. (gasps) They also add your photo to a government facial recognition database. What? Mm. According to some internet truthers, you know. Your puppy-filtered selfies may be part of an FBI programme called the Next Generation Identification System. Okay. Right. So, this programme apparently consists of a database of faces of both law-abiding citizens and criminals uh, to make for smoother background checks for people applying for jobs and homes and stuff. What Snapchat has said that this is not true,
1: but who knows? They have.
0: They're not going to say it's categorically true,
1: said that it's not true, but then it's you no, know no. okay. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. here is go. that really a bad thing? No.
0: Yeah. Well, well. Also on Snapchat, you have it's the only social media that your location can be constantly twenty four seven seen by others if you yeah. let it.
1: I mean, I think with the facial recognition thing, I think, obviously, if you're a a Lord-abiding citizen like us... Yeah. Then, you know, what have you got to worry about?
0: Yeah, I know. It's scary, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I I, I think
0: it's weird, though, even, like, with the new iPhones, where you've got Face ID and stuff.
1: Yeah. But then, on the other hand, you've also got the whole you know, innocent till proven guilty thing, where if yeah. they're taking your facial recognition and using it in a the database, they're basically saying, you could commit a crime in the yeah. future. Oh, yeah. So we're just being precautious. Yeah,
0: of course. True. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Very interesting. <laughs> anyway.
0: Anyway, moving on to the main event. <laughs> we are We are in Waitrose. I'm, are we? Not right now. Do maybe. have kind of a free the... cup of coffee? No. Oh. Do you really want one in this heat? I oh, know.
1: So this is print. a
0: collection of things that have been overheard by myself and friends and other waitress shoppers. I am a waitress shopper, but I'm also an Aldi shopper, so yep. get the best of both worlds. I love Lidl. Yeah, I shop yeah. at Lidl when I'm at uni. And Tesco's
1: in Sainsbury sometimes.
0: Yeah. Give <laughs> me like a bit of Nissa. Um, no. <laughs> okay, you ready? Go on. It's going to be quick fire, and I'm going to have to put on a character.
1: Okay, ready? I'm, I'm, ready? I'm sitting back, I'm relaxed. Let's
0: go. Darling. Do we need parmesan for both houses? <laughs> <laughs> she really is having a hard time at the moment. The other day I caught her drinking tap water. <gasps> No, Giles, don't be silly. Get a nice Chablis. What is your obsession with Sauvignon Blanc? (laughs) Well, the hubby wants out of the EU, but I'm more worried about the limited supply of brie that we might encounter. Oh my
1: goodness. Give me a break.
0: Mummy, why are we buying the essential Waitrose carrots? Don't worry, darling. The pony shouldn't notice the difference. Oh, We just popped over to France last week for a pain au chocolat.
1: Oh, no.
0: Daddy, how do you spell Lego? Does it have a silent T like Merlot? Oh,
1: my goodness. The fact that the word daddy came before that is ridiculous.
0: Darling, it's your 10th birthday. It's special. We have to serve more than one type of olive. (laughs) And last but not least... (gasps) Please don't rummage in the reduced section, darling. Someone from the golf club might see you. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's amazing. I
1: mean, that is so funny. And those are honest things that have been heard. Honest
0: things. Honest things. There's Twitter and Facebook accounts dedicated to
1: it. That's mad. It's
0: hilarious, isn't it? Oh,
1: my goodness. You're welcome. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I mean, we're not stereotyping all Waitrose shoppers as being... My mum's a
0: bit like that, though.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Have you got a story? No. Okay. Yes,
0: but I'm not allowed to share it.
1: Oh, (laughs) Hayley. That's the theme tune of Line of Duty, by the way. Oh, is way. So it? I, I was confused. Yeah, that's no problem. Line of Duty, Estelle. Line ofuniology. I got you to watch episode two this week. You did. What did I'm you think?
0: I'm more confused than ever.
1: I know. Tell me about it. It's nuts. Yeah.
0: It is crazy. Yeah. To be honest, I've got about 20 minutes in and I thought, would I be able to tell you what's happened? No. <laughs> but I enjoyed it nonetheless. I think uh, uh, this specific episode has opened up lots of questions and yes. opportunity for it to be even more suspicious, you know, about the who's the guilty, who's not, who's involved, who's not, who's yeah. on the inside, who's on the outside. Who's H. Who's
1: H. Right, spoiler alert. Okay, so the end of the episode has um, one of the suspects given a series of photos to identify as who recruited her to become a bent police officer. Yes. <gasps> and yes. all like the photos are on the table, including possibly a photo of Hastings. Oh,
0: I love him. I
1: know. He's like the, the commander, the, the commander in chief. Yeah, he is and the he's lo- in the scene he's looking very suspicious like through the office door like Ooh, he, he's what's worried going on? he's worried yeah and then the woman who's under arrest points to a photo she picks it up and then we don't know we
0: don't know we don't
1: know which picture no. she chose so it could be Hastings it he's could looking could be one of
0: the five other people
1: but he's looking very dodgy he is now on twitter
0: this twitter. fan
1: did a whole analysis of that last scene. Okay. Looked where all the pictures were put down. (laughs) Oh,
0: I see. Okay. Yeah. And
1: then which one was picked up? He did a graph. Yeah. He did like some very detailed analysis. Okay. And I can tell you now. Yeah. That there's a very strong possibility. Yeah. That it's not Hastings. Goodo. There we go. Are you happy with that? Thank God.
0: Very. That's a spoiler within a spoiler. I know. But I love it. I need to know.
1: It's very exciting. I can't sleep, Keith. Line of Duty continues on BBC One, Sundays at 9pm.
0: <clears throat> you always find a way to flirt with someone in here, don't you, Keith? As soon as you open that booth door, it's a plethora of... It's not my names fault. Names I'm just you. very friendly. Very friendly, and that's my yeah, way absolutely. of putting it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Bonjour, monsieur. <laughs>
0: Back we are. What are we doing? I
1: know what we're doing. What geek shake. Geek shake with me.
0: With Keith. Geek <laughs>
1: shake. Yay! So, um, yeah. What's going on this week in the geek world, tell guys? Us, Keith. Well, I can tell you right now. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk about Avengers lies. What lies about the Avengers? Oh, okay. So, um, Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man, and Mark Ruffalo, who plays the Inc-
0: Ruffalo. Oh, not Big uh-huh. Mark Ruffalo, oh, I like the
1: Who plays the Incredible Hulk.
0: Yeah. Have
1: admitted that they've been telling lies <gasps> about Avengers Endgame to put people off the scent.
0: Oh my God! So they've, what you want. they've
1: been saying things, you know, like oh, Spider Man's not coming back. He's definitely dead for, for like, you know, forever. Yeah. Well,
0: it's a lie. It's a
1: lie. Obviously, it's a lie. So naughty, naughty. But then that swings straight into what else I want to talk about. Do you remember? I think it was last week or the week before. I was saying how annoyed I was that there was no Star Wars episode nine yes, news yes. coming out.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, there are very strong hints that the trailer for Episode Nine Star Wars, will be shown before Avengers Endgame. <gasps> now, that is perfect, because you're hitting your target audience right there. Yeah. People who see Endgame. Oh, I
0: see, of course. I thought you meant people before who see the Endgame. date, but actually before the showing. Yeah,
1: yeah. They're going to want to see Star Wars after they've watched Endgame. Wow. Because it's the last episode, yeah. So yeah, that's when I think the trailer is gonna hit, guys. There's a mock poster up online. I can tell you for now, it's fake.
0: Fake. Fake. Fake, fake news. Fake. I
1: researched it just for you, and it's fake. So don't ignore that completely. Yeah. Um. But yeah go and see Avengers Endgame. You're probably going to get a little hint of Star Wars oh, Episode 9-2. Amazing.
0: Uh,
1: Hellboy has just come out. I didn't get to see it today, unfortunately, but I'm glad because from what I'm hearing, it's not great. Oh, no. 16% on Rotten Tomatoes <gasps> at the moment. Oh, my 16%? That's, That's terrible. Awful. But I am seeing it in the week just for you. I don't want to, but I'll do it for you, guys. <laughs> you teaspoons. You are good. And I will give my review of Hellboy next week. Hellboy. Um, and then, of course... So not only have we got Avengers Endgame coming, the end of a huge saga, but we also have starting next week, the final series of Game of Thrones. Wow. So on the podcast from then on, I will be talking about Game of Thrones. Exactly. I will be giving my spoiler, maybe free, not quite sure yet, reviews of each episode. And as we build up to the very last episode.
0: That is amazing. I can't wait.
1: It's been a long time coming, and I'm going to be very sad to see it go, but I'm also very excited to see what happens. Good. Who's going to end up on the Iron Throne? Me. Me. <laughs> Hello, Teaspoons. Just a little add-on here for Keith the Geek Chic. Unbeknownst to us, as we were recording episode 5 of the Fork and Spoon podcast, the episode 9 Star Wars trailer dropped. So it was only after we left the booth that we realised that there was a new star wars trailer i have watched it and it's incredible so i'm a very happy geek right now hello lovely people it's me brian Connolly, and you are listening to the fork and spoon podcast yippee (laughs) I'm really, I can't help it.
0: Your face is really worrying me.
1: I'm really going to sneeze any minute.
0: Three, two, one. It's gone. Oh, my.
1: Boom, boom. Hello. It's time for Forking and Spooning. Yay, Forking and Spooning. Yeah. here we are. Uh, previously... An artist formerly known as Agony. Agony! <laughs> but yeah, forking and spooning. So this is where our teaspoons write into us with maybe an issue that they have me or something heart. that's on their mind and me and Estelle try to put their minds at rest. We do. We try our best. We do try our we best. We change
0: the world for the better every day.
1: Absolutely. So, um, dear Fork and Spoon, hello. 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 Um I recently went on a holiday to Cannes in the south of France.
0: Beautiful. For a
1: holiday with friends. Holiday. Whilst there I met a really charming guy who was also from the UK. He got on we got on so well and we hit it off. On our last day we agreed to stay in touch. Nice. He lives in Birmingham. Birmingham. And I live in Torquay. Where's that? Torquay. That's where Fawlty Towers is set.
0: Oh, is it? I thought it was, like, yeah. in Thailand. It's
1: the English Riviera. Oh, lovely. Um, do you think it's worth getting my hopes up that we could have a future? Can long-distance relationships work?
0: Interesting. Mm. I mean, I have um, known a lot of people and been through the kind of the process of long-term relationships. Being at uni, you see a lot of it. Um, but... I think it really depends on the type of people, how Mm. much you trust one another, Mm -hmm. how often and deep your communications are. I think it's really important to always plan when you're next going to see the person, never not know when you're going to see them next.
1: Yeah.
0: I think, to answer your question, yes, they can work.
1: And to be the complete opposite of that argument, (laughs) I think that relationships work best when you are you know, around each other. You can make plans, like, surprise each other. And that sort of thing. I honestly think that long-distance relationships are probably the most difficult.
0: Yeah, they definitely are.
1: Um, I think at the beginning of a relationship, to have long distance is particularly difficult. Because you don't know
0: how well you know each other.
1: Exactly. I would say, give it a little while, what could possibly happen is that it could fizzle out. Yeah. And if it does fizzle out, don't blame yourself. No. Blame distance.
0: Yeah, I agree. That's fair, yeah. definitely.
1: Okay, so you've got two sides of the argument there. You can choose which one <laughs> as long as you choose mine. <laughs> Lovely, I hope that's helped. Yeah. Just to let you know, remind you, we don't read names out on the forking and spooning section. Never. We believe in confidentiality. Yeah. So I know that you guys do put your names on, but I'm sorry we don't read about. That's all right. Um, okay. Uh, Dear Keith and Estelle, Last month, a very close friend of mine took his life in very sad circumstances. He had accumulated a lot of debt and had broken up with his boyfriend of three years. Due to religious reasons, we were unable to attend the funeral, so I never got to feel I said goodbye. Oh my gosh. Is there a way I can understand why my friend took his life? I feel so bad that he didn't feel that he could turn to his friends. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, I can talk from personal um, experience here. I did have a friend that unfortunately did pass away. Right. Um, and you do have that feeling uh, within you. Um, why didn't they contact me? Yeah. If things got so bad, why didn't they just pick up the phone and ring me or ring someone yeah. and talk to them? Why yeah. did they have to take their own life? But I found it very difficult to come to terms with that. So I did what I thought was best. And Mm -hmm. I rang the Samaritans. Right. Because the Samaritans deal with that sort of situation every single day. Yeah. And even if you're not the person who's, you know, like upset or down or having those suicidal thoughts, you can still ring and talk to them. So I rang the Samaritans and I talked to them and said, you know, this is how I was feeling and I didn't quite understand what, you know, why my friend hadn't called me. Yeah. And they just said that, unfortunately, when a person is in that state of mind, especially, and this is the words from the Samaritans, especially young men. Right. Um, men, you know, in the age bracket of sort of 21 to their late 30s, once they're set on something, it's very difficult to talk them out of it. Right. So the reason why you know people don't ring their friends and want to talk is a because they makes they had this thing called pride which is re- like horrible you know
0: yeah
1: um and of course. they just don't want to burden other people yeah. but it's not your fault no do you know what i mean like you would have been there as a really good friend and you, and you know good you know what would have happened if he'd like messaged you or but told you you can't
0: think like
1: that you can't think like that because
0: it is a it was a choice at the end of the day
1: um so what and what what oh dear i'm getting a bit emotional sorry the samaritans also will talk you through like their processes as well so that you are going to be fully equipped now to to be able to deal with your emotions which you're obviously feeling grief and confusion they'll help you to deal with that and also they'll be able to you know show you a path forward and how to celebrate your friend's life instead of feeling down about it celebrate the relationship you had celebrate what they like brought to the world and even though they're no longer here it doesn't mean that they're gone and forgotten
0: absolutely
1: so you know suicide rates with males in the in the world is well suicide is the the biggest killer of of males um you know and Under it needs thirty five yeah, it needs to be talked especially. about more, uh we need to understand it more. We need to stop putting so much pressure on young men, especially, and understand that you know there are various social issues that are going on at the moment as well that can make people feel very, very down and depressed
0: mm-hmm.
1: um but just be there for your friends, guys, do you know, and if anybody does approach you and t- and says you know that they're having a difficult time,
0: yeah,
1: you know. All you can give them is your time. Yes, and definitely. be there for them and, and lead
0: them in the direction of people who you think it's important.
1: Exactly. To know. Um, even though they might feel that they're alone and talk to you, remember that you're not alone either. Um, my my advice would be get in touch with the Samaritans. There we go. There we go. Hello. Hello. so we're back we're, um, we're going to be talking about our charity Only Cowards Carry yeah we love
0: them
1: joined together with the fork and spoon podcast no knives required we are here to raise awareness of knife crime in the UK london and around the world
0: everywhere we can
1: everywhere we can so we've got loads of exciting things coming up which we we will be announcing on instagram facebook and we are working with the amazing caroline shearer yes who is the chairwoman of um only cowards carry what a legend um we will be talking to her at some point we are gonna do so much stuff guys so please 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 um, follow only cowards carry on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. Ha, ha. Follow the Falk and Spin Podcast. Um if you want to Be if you outdated. have absolutely if you have any stories or if you want to share with yeah. us anything about knife crime or your own personal experiences, yeah. you can contact us on Instagram using the hashtag fork and Spin podcast NKR. No knives required, NKR. N-c-ur. There we go. There so we go. here we go, guys, raising awareness. Oh god, here we go You don't see us the dramatic music starts Okay, so okay. it's time for the challenge Okay Are you ready for this? Yeah, I am Don't look I'm not Okay, so
0: <laughs> Estelle, <laughs> yes,
1: you were chosen by the general public of teaspoons Yes To take this week's challenge Are you ready? I
0: don't (laughs) like
1: (laughs) that. What is it? Okay. So, we're going to play a game of Would You Rather? Nice. With a twist. No. Do I have to do it? You have to do it. Okay. Okay. So, basically, I'm going to read out um, questions that have been asked already. So, Would You Rather questions. Yeah. And I'm going to read two options. Mm. And you have to tell me the higher amount of people... (laughs) Which option they selected. Oh,
0: okay. Okay.
1: So, are you ready, Estelle?
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is okay. like, you know, when they do the... Um,
1: Dramatic music.
0: The no, not the Bush trial.
1: Bush trial. Yeah, no, <laughs>
0: but not the Bush In When I'm a they 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 need to get the stuff from Kiosk Keefe. Well, I mean, RIP Kiosk Keefe. <laughs> um, but, you know, they they have to guess which percentage is higher. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like that. Am okay. I going to get a plate of, like, custard creams or what? No,
1: you're going to get some mealworms. Okay, here we go, Estelle. Are you ready?
0: Yeah.
1: We ask people would you rather live ten, a hundred year lives or live one a thousand year life what do you think what was the highest amount of people say the second one what live one a thousand year life
0: yeah uh-uh. oh my god 60
1: percent said they would live 10 100 year lives and only 40 percent said oh, they would live 100 sorry year I, lives. I
0: thought you said 10 10 year lives okay ready i wasn't listening
1: would you rather have three extra fingers or lose a finger at random
0: Lose a finger.
1: Lose a finger at random or have three extra fingers? I think lose. Lose a finger?
0: Yeah.
1: Correct! Well done! 59% people said they'd rather lose a finger, 41% said they'd rather have an extra one. It's quite close. I know. So, would you rather have a million pounds or true love?
0: That's so hard.
1: (sighs) A million pounds or true love, would you rather?
0: What's the demographic of people you've asked?
1: (laughs) Well, I can't tell you that.
0: I'm going to say, I want to say true love, but I think a million pounds. You think
1: a million pounds? Is that your final answer?
0: Uh -uh, No! It was true love! 64% people said true love! Okay, I was, sorry, I'm sceptical. Okay,
1: would you rather be stuck in an elevator or stuck on a ski lift? Uh, ski lift. ski lift is... Correct! Good-o. 54% of yeah, people p- more said... More people are claustrophobic than they are. True. Would you rather... Okay. Would you
0: rather... Well, this
1: is actually not a would you rather. If you could travel in time, mm. okay, would you travel to the past or the future?
0: I think most people said
1: future. Uh-uh. Oh, no. Most people said the past. 51% oh, said the past. Of- okay. <laughs> okay. Would you rather sleep in a room that is hot or cold cold correct 66 percent said cold yeah okay because
0: you can put on those you can't take them off absolutely
1: number eight would you rather know the cause of your death or know the date of your death uh
0: see this is hard because i'm thinking about what i think i think uh know the cause
1: know the cause Ding, ding, ding. Yes, 66% said they would rather know the cause yeah. of their death rather than the date. Yeah. Would you rather own a cat or a dog? A uh, dog. Ding, ding, ding. Exactly. 65% of people said they'd rather own a dog. Nice. Would you rather get £500 now or £1,000 in a year? £1,000 in a year. Is that your final answer? Too late. People would rather sixty-five percent of people would rather have five hundred pounds now than a thousand pounds in a year.
0: That's some People are stupid, Do they? Would you rather? The country by any chance.
1: Would you rather be able to read minds or see the future?
0: Read minds. Correct. Yeah.
1: People would rather. I'm just read answering
0: minds. as myself now. I think I'm the voice of the nation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have super strength? Or super bad. intelligence?
0: Super intelligence.
1: Correct. 58% of people would rather have a super intelligence. Okay, would you rather speak all languages...
0: Or be able to talk to animals. Or
1: speak to animals?
0: Um, I think... Well, I would rather be able to speak to animals, but I think the answer would be all languages.
1: Really? Uh -uh. 59% of people would rather speak to animals
0: Talk with the animals Talk with the animals
1: Would you like to go to the moon? Yes or no? No Uh -uh. 70% of people said they'd like to go to the moon Would you rather be dreaming a nice dream Or awake? What? Would you rather be dreaming a nice dream Or be awake? Dream a nice dream. Correct! 77% of people would rather be dreaming a nice dream than awake. That's weird. That's weird. Okay, last one. Are you ready? Yep. At a party, would you rather be overdressed or underdressed?
0: I think most people would rather be overdressed.
1: Most people would rather be overdressed. Is that your final answer? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, 52% of people would rather be underdressed. Yeah, but what
0: if you like turned up at like a Met Gala or something?
1: I mean people like wearing
0: their trainers. True.
1: Well done Estelle, you got that was seven. Hard. No, that's you awful. got seven. That's really hard. <laughs> exactly. I I'm not gonna make it easier for you. Estelle's sulking a little bit. I'm not
0: sulking.
1: She's a bit of a bad loser. But seven's not bad. It's not
0: great. I just started answering them as myself. I could have got that first one, but I didn't listen, but that's my own fault. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe I didn't explain it correctly.
0: No, you did. Actually, no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Me. Okay, guys, that is the Fork and Spoon podcast over for another week. I can't believe it's over already. I know, that's episode five, done and dusted. Pure madness. Just to let you know, we have been recommissioned for episode six.
0: Yes, we have. We See ha- you soon.
1: We will be back next week. We will. I will be reviewing Hellboy. Have you got anything for us, Estelle, for next week? What, haven't I got? Maybe. Maybe. I- Maybe I haven't. Do I think you? we are going to be reviewing something that's written on your top. Maybe. Maybe but you,
0: but can't you can't see myself see. so you don't know.
1: Yes, um we've got w- seriously, we've got some really really exciting. Next week's going to be an exciting week. Next week's going to be so good. I'm so excited. Um get on to um either Apple Podcasts Mm, Pears, lemons, uh, limes. Okay. Uh, Google (laughs) Podcasts, Spotify, um, and listen to our previous episodes. Our interview with Brian Connolly. Yippee! Yippee! We Um, love him. Of course. And
0: little Bonnie Langford. Our interview
1: with Bonnie Langford. What a legend.
0: Legend, legend, legend. There's so
1: much content for you
0: guys to get
1: involved, get in contact with us. You are amazing. I have been Keith.
0: I have been Estelle.
1: And you've been listening to The Falcon, Falcon Spoon Podcast.
0: Podcast.
1: Has that guy gone? No,
0: she, Hello. Sh- shut up. Shut <laughs> <laughs>
1: <He's not there>. up. <laughs>
0: He's lovely. Oh, I see,
1: I see. You want to take him out for a coffee? No, I want to take him out for a Fanta. Fanta! Yay!